0: Hello, and welcome to the X-Files Revisited. I'm your host, Graham Davidson, and with me as always is Brian Womax. Join us as we systematically work our way through the full X-Files franchise. In each episode, we will tackle a single episode of the X-Files, so join along. Watch with us as we discuss each and every detail on the X-Files Revisited. Hello, welcome back to the X-Files Revisited We are on to episode 16 of season 2 Colony Now Brian, you teased the big things at the end of the last episode So tell me I did. How is this in the X-Files legacy?
1: I, I I think this is very big in the X-Files legacy I, I think any X-Files fan worth their salt <laughs> Would tell you this is a very big episode in the X-Files legacy uh, right. Yeah,
0: definitely <clears throat> Okay Let's just move on to it, shall we? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, do not make me
1: nervous, man. You are making me nervous. (laughs) Um, There there will be blood in the streets. Ah, Okay. So we open up. uh, We've got like a a misty setting. Mm -hmm. and We see like a light that kind of cuts through it. Turns out to be a helicopter. And then it kind of lands and Mulder is wheeled into a military hospital from it. So we we get a voiceover from him and he's talking about the answers of his lifelong work having been answered. Uh, aliens are here and have already begun to colonise. Uh, Scully comes in and says they've got to get him back into the cold because they, they, they took him from... Uh, the Antarctic or the Arctic. Um, and, uh, yeah, Mulder
0: flatlines. Mm. Um, <clears throat> this feels like a, a season finale episode, right from right. the off. It, it just seems yeah, yeah. different um, from most of the other episodes. There's, it, it's straight into this story. You've got Mulder telling you that he has seen conclusive proof that there is aliens, his life work yeah. has... Uh, Justified in his eyes, and then we get the flat line of Mulder, Scully rushing in. We kind of know where that's going to play out because obviously there's further seasons, but still, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a very different episode, and it opens with uh, a mystery. You know, what the heck's mm-hmm. happened? What's Mulder babbling about? What has he seen? Are we going to see it? Yeah, 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 um, and it's, it's it's pretty good, a pretty yep. good opening.
1: Absolutely. You can tell they spent a bit of money on it as well, flying mm-hmm. the helicopter in and all the military gear and stuff. Um, yeah, I, I love it. It's just It gets you straight in, mm-hmm. basically. Um, not not a slow burn start, just straight in the thick of it, full of questions, but will we get any answers?
0: And, and I will say um, as well, this this episode, before we really get into it, this felt fast. Like it, was, yes. it was short scenes, it was boom, yes. next, boom, next. It just kept rolling constantly, yeah, which is a good thing. Yeah, bre- breakneck.
1: A Lo- lot of information uh, in, in a lot of short, sharp scenes. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, definitely breakneck pace for this one. <clears throat> uh, so we get the opening titles, and then we see a a, a bunch of sailors, uh, fishermen or something, on a ship in the Arctic, and they see a UFO, which then crash lands. Mm. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah. Again, straight you know, straight into some special effects work. Really nice UFO crash. Nice mm-hmm. little explosion there. So it's yes. like every scene just seems like right from the offset, kind of action packed. Mm-hmm. Re- yeah, a
0: lot more. To yeah, it, I we think. went from Mulder in the hospital, the, the helicopter, to a trawling ship out in the ocean. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's jumping all over the place. It's, it's a a really big story, it feels almost immediately.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I I will
0: say overall, this this two-parter
1: feels like a proper X-Files movie. Um, Like when we got the Dwayne Barry and Ascension two-parter, that to me felt, while I liked the individual episodes on their own, Mm -hmm. it never really felt like a proper movie. It felt like, here's this you know this story that's kind of like a hostage situation story and then we've got this other one that has a completely different flavor yes it's a two-part episode because of what happened to scully but it it, it didn't really have that kind of movie feel in the sense uh that i think this two-parter does you put these two episodes together you could put this on the big screen and call it x files the movie and i think i'd be sold quite Mm. frankly um Okay, so <coughs> we go to a hospital, and there is a doctor in there, just kind of getting his coffee break, and he zones into the TV. There's something playing on the news, and we see Brian Thompson being yeah. pulled, yeah, pulled out of the the, the crash. They mm. they believe it's like a, a a downed plane or whatever, but you know they, they found a survivor. And it's Brian Thompson. Um, and the doctor makes a run for it. But Thompson is already there. He's at the hospital. Uh, and he grabs this guy. Asks him, where is he? He just That's all he says. He just says, where is he? Kind of like very Terminator-esque. Um, the guy doesn't know, he says. Uh, and, and yeah, Thompson kills him. Pulls out this weapon, like a spike stabs him in the back of the neck um, and sets a blaze to the hospital, basically burns it down.
0: Um, more pyrotechnics. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's a good a good tense uh, sequence. I, I like the music in this sequence as well. I think it's mm. particularly good. For, um, I've got my notes as well. This guy's the budget terminator and <laughs> I think he's, he's short in such a... <clears throat> A familiar way, that the way that the Terminator was, was shot, you know, walking down hallways yeah. it's always low angles, pointing up to him, giving him size, he doesn't speak mm. a lot um, mm. he's very minimalist with his words, using it and he just yeah. seems like a threat he is a shark Yeah, um, moving through the water here he's got a purpose, he's moving towards it driving towards it, and he is a very like unique looking man, he's like the love child between Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> almost, but he is quite imposing, and he does have a very good look about him. Like just as he's mm. he's doing these scenes. Yeah, definitely, he's, he's a
1: perfect choice for this, and, mm. and this is a character that is going to come back many times throughout Ooh. the series. Right, okay. Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> just in case you were wondering if you're ever going to see him again, yes, you are. Um, yeah, he, he, he is basically this series' answer to the Terminator, um, right down to the T-1000 shape-shifting, but we'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> so Scully meets Mulder in the office, and he tells her about Dr Prince, Buchanan, and someone else. I, I missed the name of the other doctor. Um, but these three doctors basically all working in separate abortion clinics that were burnt to the ground with them inside. And they all look identical, but there is no blood connection. So mm. when, when Scully says, are these guys, are <laughs> triplets. These guys triplets? Mulder is, is, is adamant, no, they're not. There's no blood con- connection at all. Um, so, yeah, obviously this is an X-File.
0: Yeah, sometimes I feel like um, when Mulder like throws up a softball like you know like a crazy circumstance you're, when when Scully says her answer you're almost expecting on the bum you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's triplets. <laughs> 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 I've, I've got a scientific answer for everything yeah. you've got Mulder um, um, but it's just basically an information scene but it, it is quite good because you're like oh see people that it, it exactly builds yeah, yeah. yeah
1: builds intrigue mm-hmm. like everything about this is perfectly calibrated it's just feeding you new information all the time and it's all—it's always just enough to make you want more, to make you think, oh, okay, well, where's this all leading? Mm-hmm. Um, you you never—you never feel like you get there before them in this. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you're with them every step of the way. What Mulder and Scully know, you, you know what they know. Basically, it's—it's—it's yeah. it's, it's, it's really well done, really well written. Um, Worth noting as well that David Duchovny had a hand in the story on this. Right. Uh, he, he got a story credit for this. He came up with a story with Chris Carter. Um, obviously he would go on later in the series to direct a few episodes uh, as well as writing some more. But yeah, this is the, this is the first time he gets a story credit. Um, uh, <clears throat> I, I will say in advance that I, actually I, d- I do find Duchovny to be quite a good writer it must be said. Uh, a lot, a lot of the stuff he writes in the show, when when he's he's written the screenplay himself, um, he he does he does good. You know, he's, he's he's a very good writer. It must be said. So I, I can definitely imagine his hand being in this. Um, <clears throat> okay. So the she- they go to speak to the, the sheriff, uh, and he thinks that Doctor Prince was killed by a radical preacher, but Mulder hazards a guess. That they don't even have a body yet. And he's right, they don't. Uh a piece of information he neglected to tell Scully earlier. Uh but apparently none of the doctors' bodies were found. It's that they've all been presumed dead. Mm. Um and this the sheriff basically he brings this preacher guy out, this radical preacher, and this preacher man tells Mulder. He got a newspaper clipping of Doctor Prince from the local newspaper in Bing- Binghamton because they they found found this newspaper clipping on him, and that's why they think you know obviously because of his views on abortion as well. He's got this newspaper clipping.
0: He's the prime suspect. Um, what do you think of this scene? Yeah, again, I just I'm I'm really curious more than anything. Look. Like, what is this guy? How many more of them are there? Uh, yeah. and, and what's uh, <coughs> what's going on again? I I'm, 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 I love the the speed of the scenes. I feel as if yeah. there's no dilly dallying around. They throw some information mm-hmm. at you, and they are out of there onto the next scene. It's it's, it's yeah. pretty pretty fast paced now. I, I like that. Yeah, definitely.
1: Okay, so. They go to the newspaper office where this guy uh, got, of the newspaper where this guy got the clipping, mm. and the lady there says that the man who placed the ad refused to leave his details, um, but he asked for his ad for a second week and didn't pay. Just never showed up, so his his ad ran for a second week, and that that bill has yet to be paid. Um, meanwhile, Mulder figures out that there are there are more of these doctors out there and that the killer is moving north hmm. this is after scully suggests that he might be getting set up she kind of puts forward you know she's kind of yeah. like hang on Mulder. just just you know you're going at this like a bull in a china shop you've been set up in the past before just just don't be so quick to bite the bullet on everything which is reasonable to to say of scully i think yeah. um but uh they pay the bill anyway for the for the ad so that they can then get access to the the responses because mm. you know if you, you have a number on the ad people if they want to respond to the ad they call this number and they leave a message um, so they basically the, the, the ad was a picture of dr. Prince and it said do you know this man have you seen him?" Uh, obviously, who, who, whoever's placed it knows that there are more like him. Mm-hmm. Wants to find them all. So, uh, <coughs> so they, they check these messages, and um, it, it seems like there's, there's a few people who have said that they've seen this guy in Syrac- Syracuse. So, mm-hmm. obviously, they need to go to Syracuse, find this guy before he gets terminated. Yes, um, <laughs> I, I, I so... like this.
0: This scene is. I like it because of the receptionist. I think she's pretty good for a like a small bit. Part. Yes. And and yeah. I like her, her line when somebody says that how would you go about getting access um to the answer messages? And she goes, Well would start by paying the bill.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> like, so. She doesn't care the say FBI, she just wants this debt paid off her. Or
1: mm. but but the thing is as well because of her performance, because of the actress, the way she plays it, mm-hmm. she doesn't come off as a bitch. No. If you'll pardon my, uh, you know, like they, they could have easily cast someone who looked grumpy and mean and surly, and you know, you just instantly get a feel for them as just being, yeah, a grade A douche. Mm-hmm. You don't get that sense with her. You just, she might be a little bit of an opportunist. You know, she's, she's realised an opening in which she can get the bill paid <laughs> off. Um, and she takes it, but she does it with a smile on her face. She does it with, you know, a fairly whimsical air about her. And so, yeah, it's, it's just, like you say, it's one of them little side characters where it, it could have just not made a dent, but you notice her. For whatever reason, you notice her. And I think that's down to the performance of the actress. Mulder and Scully call a detective vice to go and find one of the doctors. They've, they've found this guy, they, they, they've got his address and they ask him to yeah, just basically sit on him for a while till they get there. Don't lose this guy, make mm. sure he's safe, no one comes up and, and kills him, whatever. So he goes off to do just that. Um, <clears throat> Vice gets to the doctor's house only to interrupt Brian Thompson's killing of the man. He shoots Thompson, whose blood is green and poisonous. Yeah. And yeah, so we know we you obviously have flashbacks at this point to the Earl of Meyer flask.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do like this. I, I like when you get shot. I like the effect. It's such a, mm. it's such an interesting choice of colour as well. Just the green, mm. yeah. you know, it just it just looks weird. But um, his reaction is he starts clawing at his eyes. Yeah. Mm. I can't remember in uh, Erlenmeyer flask if it it killed somebody or did we know what the gas did that escaped from the bodies, in that one. Um,
1: Well, I I know it. uh, I I think it did kill actually, Um, but Mulder was exposed to it, but not long enough to uh, to kill him. It just really dosed him over a bit. But uh,
0: right. Um, so, so when when he gets gassed here, I I thought it was affecting him in, in some way, but I didn't know that it, it was killing him. Mm. Um, which yeah. I'll allude to something in the next scene, probably. Yeah, yeah. But did you okay. think of this one, Brian? Uh,
1: yeah, just 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 a really good scene. Again, it's that whole Terminator thing, isn't it Shoot, yeah. shooting him. He's just unstoppable, um, mm. and it just sets this character up, this Brian Thompson character, as a as the ultimate badass um you know it's just uh, yeah like 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 we've said he he is the the terminator he's he's an unstoppable force uh so (coughs) and 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 it cause it kind of sets up in the mind what you know because you're you're obviously thinking of what happened at the beginning when when Mulder was brought into that hospital so you know that clearly at some point Mulder is going to Meet this guy, and it and it's not going to go well for Mulder. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah. So the fact that you know the the more they set this guy up as a badass, the more you realize that both Mulder and Scully are in danger with yeah. him. Um, so so yeah. M- Mulder and Scully get to the house, <coughs> and Vice shows up, tells them that the doc is gone. Mulder and Scully go in to check in, to check inside the house, and Vice goes to his car, opens the boot to find Vice inside. Dun dun dun! dun, dun. What is going on? So Vice is in the boot, dead, uh, and the alive version of Vice throws the keys into the boot with him, shapeshifts a la T one thousand style mm-hmm. back into Brian Thompson. Closes the boot and then walks away.
0: Yep. Yeah, um, when, when the uh, Mulder and Scully's turn up and that guy's there, I was like, what the heck? <laughs> like, I was literally like, he's been assimilated. Mm, he's now yeah. one of these, whatever it is. Um, yeah. And then you get to the boot and you find the guy in there. It makes sense. It's a horrible look. You see all the redness round about his eyes as if he's been clawing at them and it looks disgusting. Yeah, yeah. And then we get the shape shifting, like you say, which is an effect that somebody was extremely proud of because they ripped the arse out of it every chance they can. <laughs> <laughs> and fair play to them, because it does look... I mean, it's, it's not the yeah. greatest as today's standards, but it still holds up pretty well.
1: Yeah, back back then... Um, I, I had seen the shape-changing effect in this, and uh an episode of star trek i can't remember if it was next generation uh certainly deep space nine did mm-hmm. but i I'd, I'd like to say x-files did it first uh but, but basically they yeah they, they you know they they're taking that technology that cameron pioneered with terminator 2 in 91 you know this is this is a couple of years later and mm-hmm. and it's already being used in tv uh you know they but back then, I think this was quite a big deal uh, to to take an effect like this, which was which was only seen in you know big budget stuff like Terminator Two, and you're now seeing it on a TV show. Uh, you know, it, it's literally all or nothing in this in this episode. You know, mm-hmm. we've had we've had a UFO crashing, we've got um, helicopters, we've got ships, we've got violence, we've got gunshots, we've got a bl- uh, Blood effects, we you know we've got shape shifting. It's it's just yeah. There's a lot going on special effects wise in this. They've pulled out all the stops, uh, and and for the like I say for the time it was made, even more so. Um,
0: yeah, but but more than just that, it's got substance.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah you know, um, it's it's almost uh, too much. <laughs> you know, <yeah. laughs> you, know? Yeah. you should, you should said, shaved some of that off and put it to some of the crapper episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: okay, so Mulder is brought in to Skinner's office, mm. where Skinner chews him out and tears him a new one, basically, mm. over the death of Agent Vice. And Mulder is absolutely shocked; he can't believe it, and he just he just falls over his words because he's like, "We, but." And he can't get him out because in his head he's just he's trying to weigh it up. They saw Agent Vice. How is this guy dead right now? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah, but
0: in, in all fairness, like they enter the house and then they never see the guy again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's no like I mean they could have died like after they left or whatever. They just he just seems a little bit mm-hmm. flabbergasted when he maybe shouldn't be. Yeah.
1: Well I mean they, they see him going just, just walking off down the path, don't they? Mm. Um and uh so yeah. But uh <laughs> Yeah. But it's just yeah, Skinner, Skinner getting getting
0: right back, in his face. Yep, he's right back to his shouty best.
1: Yep, yeah. So so from there, Scully calls Mulder to tell him she got an email saying there's another doctor, Dickens. Mm right here in Washington, rather conveniently. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Because, they, yeah, they've been grounded, so there's no way they're, they're making any trips yeah. on the FBI dime. Uh, but they don't need to, because thankfully there's one in their hometown. Um. <clears throat> so Mulder gets to Scully's, where he comes across CIA agent um, Ambrose Chapel. Uh, waiting to speak with him about the case.
0: Uh,
1: Why, <laughs> Ambrose Chapel? Yeah, that that sounds like a TV series in itself, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Ambrose Chapel.
0: Um, yeah, even the characters I I, are creative names in this one. There's, yeah, there's no
1: I, I, I could, I could imagine a TV series just called Chapel. Yeah, you know, and and the lead character is Ambrose Chapel. Um, yeah, definitely, but. Uh, <clears throat> Right off the bat, what do you feel about
0: this guy? I'm a little bit weary, Right. To start with. Right, okay. Um, Some of the things he says later on bring me on his side. Right, okay. It's a character that I definitely flip-flop on. Yeah. It's hard for me to get back
1: to that perspective because I've seen this so many times now that I just
0: see him as the villain, you know, uh, so... Uh, well, you know, you, you're always wary <coughs> of this new character but he introduces himself as CIA and then starts to talk to Mulder and I'm mm. I'm drawn in. There's nothing yeah. he says that really sends alarm bells ringing. Mm. Straight away, yeah. anyway. Ex- except for the fact that he's trying to
1: find these doctors and we've seen that the bounty hunter can uh, shapeshift. Oh,
0: but, uh, at, at first, I, I can't remember, we'll probably get to it but there's something that... There's a conversation he has at one point, and it makes me go, "Look, at, that's possible. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so, once they're inside Scully's house, they have a chat.
1: Mm. A, a lot of information in this scene, <laughs> but uh, Ambrose, t- Ambrose tells them that the men who are the, the men they're looking for are clones, mm. the result of tests done by a group of Russian scientists during the Cold War. This Operation. Is Yeah, Operation Gregor, basically. That's what he refers to these men as, Gregors, the Gregors. Mm -hmm. He says these men have been positioned inside top medical facilities so that in the event of war, they can simultaneously contaminate blood supplies, essentially destroying the country's immune system. He says the government is allowing these men to be killed by a Russian hitman in return for their silence, as well as the research, he says it is the Gregors who he, so, he says it is the Gregors who contacted Mulder. They trust him because of his reputation. Ambrose says he is the man who placed the ad in the newspaper. It it was their response to that ad that tipped him off to their investigation. Mulder tells him they might know where one of the doctors is. Um, so yeah, a lot of information. Uh, I, I think I think because his story is so plausible. convoluted,
0: it's it can't... There, there's lots of details, and it just triggers yeah. Mulder because it's, it's a hmm. conspiracy. You know, it's yeah. it's, it's clones. Besides, yes, clones. It's it's ticking every one of his boxes, and I'm mm-hmm. sitting there going like, yeah, yeah, yeah that sounds right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, this guy's yeah, on yeah. the level. He's cl- clone. Yeah.
1: That's and I think the, I think it's also the fact that this guy admits to being the one who placed the ad as well. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. So cause, it's, cause it's,
0: it's, 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 it's during this scene initially when we met him on the staircase, I was like, "All right, I'm not sure." And then we got to this scene, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, this guy's on the level." This <laughs> is, <this> is it. <laughs> so obviously, you don't get that. You're just sitting there going, "You liar, you." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um, like I, say, I think, obviously, when I first saw this episode way back when, I probably was flip flopping just like you did. But like I say, I, I can't get back there now yeah. um, after so many years. But so we, we we have this scene in a warehouse, and there's a load of these green tanks, very reminiscent of the Erlenmeyer flask. Mm-hmm. Once again, um, the, the, the the things inside them not quite as big. Obviously, in Erlenmeyer flask, we saw full fledged bodies uh these these turn out to be little fetuses uh so one of the gregor's gets picked up by the crazy crazy preacher lady from the omen 4 okay okay i don't know if you've not seen the omen 4 but i have but um, that didn't i didn't quite okay yeah she she played the crazy preacher woman who got attacked by snakes in the omen 4 um Not her finest hour, it must be said. Uh, Okay. So, Dr. Dickens and this crazy lady arrive at his apartment. When Mulder and Scully show up, the lady hides and Dickens opens the door. Mm. But when he sees Ambrose, he does the only sane thing that anyone would do and throws himself out of a window. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, man. three stories uh by the look of it so yeah yeah. um just before we go into the rest of this because it's it's a pretty long scene Mm. just just talk about that moment um again it's it's just every step of the way this episode is just action-packed you know like when when you think they could go one way they go another and and it's just like there's just action all the time. There's there's so many beats like this guy throwing himself out of a window. You know, just it's a pretty uh, striking thing to see when he just hightails it out of there and then and then gets up. You know, yeah. Mulder, Mulder it, and Ambrose poke the head out, and this guy just start, starts getting
0: up. It's a scene we've seen so many times in the X Files where they, they go to question somebody, and even the mm. two people inside the flat look as if they were expecting this with their actions and they instantly just, Mm. she lifts her jacket, goes away to the side, he continues with what he's doing. It's as if they've already got this pre-planned and then you open the door and and see the budget terminator who's (laughs) not quite changed as yet Um, and that's when he runs and jumps out the window and that's where it completely circumvents every other X-Files scene like this we've seen before because that's the one thing you're not expecting them to do, jump out of a window.
1: <laughs> it's just
0: so random, isn't it? Yeah, it's a great um, effect too when he's lying there, mm, and he just... yeah,
1: he just kind of curls himself back up, doesn't he? And then stands up and off he goes, yeah. off he trots, um, and it kind of gives you the impression that he's another one of these Terminator guys. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, okay. At this point, you're just clueless as to what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Intri- intrigued, intrigued as all hell, but yeah, to- I, I, totally. I wouldn't
0: see. I mean, I, I don't know what's going on, but I don't have mm. time to dwell on it. I don't have a chance to think yeah. about it. Yeah,
1: yeah. You're yeah. just really caught up. It's it dragging the night. me forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Mulder and Ambrose go in pursuit of the guy, and Mulder gets hit by a car. Another, you know, stunt. Mm. Quite, quite, pretty cool stunt there. Um, Ambrose finds the doctor. Turns into Brian Thompson, then kills him. Uh, Scully catches up with them. She uh, she finds, uh, she comes across Mulder. Basically, he's there on the uh, floor, really winded. I I like Duchovny's reaction in that. I like the way he plays. You know, he's just like, just go, go, get him. You know, like. Um, And then, uh, yeah, so Scully kind of gets to the alleyway where we just saw uh, Ambrose, Mm -hmm. Thompson. kill kill this guy and Ambrose kind of just appears from behind a dumpster says that he was cold cocked uh, by the Doctor and then just slowly walks off without any sense of urgency whatsoever (laughs) like like next week would do Um, Scully just curiosity gets the better of her so she just takes a little peek behind the dumpster where this guy came from and all that's there is this green puddle that Mm. she stands in, Um, she kind of brushes her shoe off and then walks off and then as she walks off the green puddle just starts bubbling away and hissing.
0: Yeah. Awesome. That looks amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I have no idea how they did it but it's just super cool. And again it's mm. another one for you to go look <laughs> I have no idea what the hell's going on here. Mm. Yeah. But love it.
1: Yeah. It just it it seems like with this episode there, do, there doesn't seem to be a single scene where there isn't at least some kind of special effect, or stunt, or piece of action mm-hmm. going on, it's it's very, it's just thick and fast. I love it, absolutely love it. Um, <clears throat> okay, so Scully tells Mulder that Ambrose could be dodgy. So at the back back at the office, uh, t- tells him that Ambrose could be dodgy, but Mulder says he checked his background he 's got a file on him he, he is who he says he is. Mm-hmm. Scully says the case is screwy, but Mulder says it needs investigating. Scully says their investigation cost a man his life, but Mulder says he knew the risks um, which is a bit harsh there i think from from Mulder but uh, okay <clears throat> I feel like his uh his passion to uncover the truth is maybe getting getting in the way of his uh, Compassionate bone there, but Scully. Scully shows Mulder her shoe, um, the the one that she'd stepped in the green mm. goo with, and there is now a hole through it. So this this goo has eaten through her shoe. Uh, then he tells her no clear cause of death could be found on on Vice. Mm. Uh, so he wants her to go go down, check out the body, have a look at the the autopsy results, and see if she can figure anything out. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, uh, during this scene, Mulder makes I don't know if it's a joke or a, a key statement, where he's like, uh, "Did I not tell you we trust everyone now?"
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It was uh, yeah.
1: Whatever happened to trust
0: no one? Oh, yeah. didn't you hear? I, I changed it to trust everyone or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. probably the most impressive thing. In this episode is the shoe And to think mm-hmm. that Scully actually chased down a perpetrator in that shoe <laughs> <laughs> like my, that woman has skills Yeah uh, but
1: they're, they're essentially pumps, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, slip well. them on I don't know how, but well done It's Scully, she's hard as nails Oh yeah Okay, so Scully, they, they go to the, the, the body, they Scully checks out the autopsy report, mm-hmm. and she says that the blood was curdled like jelly, which is um, a terrific
0: description.
1: Yeah, it's it's sick. It's quite disgusting. Yep. Um, and he may, it's just like yeah, ev- everything inside you. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah, you know, grim. It kind of it kind of gives you the sense that if you cut him open, he'd he just yeah, you could prise him apart and nothing would come out. Mm. he would just all be jellyfied inside. It's really horrible. Um, Mulder reminds her what Ambrose said about the doctors contaminating the blood supplies, um, offering this up obviously as as a possible cause. She says she could look in the doctor's bag that they took as evidence. So the the doctor threw himself out the window, they they got his bag.
0: um, So (laughs) I love it. I love it, this super secret guy that's so cautious that even when somebody chaps the door, they take all these precautions to make sure that they love jackets and hide out the way, has the address of his secret laboratory <laughs> <laughs> on his case.
1: Oh, I love it. you got to love it. I do. Okay, another agent comes in and tells Mulder that Skinner has been looking for him. So. Yeah. We're expecting another chewing out here. Uh, I think Mulder goes to the office thinking he's, he's going to get another telling off, mm-hmm. but Skinner seems a bit concerned, and he, he tells Mulder it's said it's not about that. It's, it's a family family matter. You, your dad's called. I think you better go home, kind of thing. Uh, so that's it. Mulder just goes. Mm-hmm. Um, Mulder rings his parents, who are a bit sketchy, uh, like they're. they're Kind of not giving anything away on the other end of the line, it must be said. Um, Scully comes in to tell him there's an address on the bag. <laughs> the, uh, the amazingly skillful secretive doctor left his address on the bag. And Mulder tells her he's off home. So he, that he, he just hightails it out there. Doesn't it's it's almost like that passion that he had is just suddenly gone, he's off, he's gotta go. Mm-hmm. Um but so yeah they're split up now. So Scully Scully goes to the address, yep. ruins another pair of shoes by standing in some goo <laughs> uh, then she sees Ambrose destroying the place. Uh she she, she leaves, makes a bit of a, a noise as she does so and he kind of follows her out, uh sees her driving off in the car. And then we see Scully in her apartment. Mm. She she leaves a message on Mulder's answer machine. She says she thinks she's in danger and may
0: have been followed. Yeah, yeah, and she's kind of sketchy. And again, you have this threat of Scully being taken yet again. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, you know, you're like, well, oh, don't go there. Come on, not, not, again. <laughs> not again. She's tougher than this. Um, but again it's, I don't know. it's a nice, nice tense sequence I didn't know this is when I obviously discovered that Ambrose was the the, the budget terminator yeah when he's he's wrecking that place um, and it's quite a tense sequence as well because you know they're separated you know they're stronger as a unit and, and a part they're they're, they're yeah. not as great so you're a little bit worried for Scully yeah, yeah. That I am
1: and and from your standpoint a little bit worried as to regards to the quality of the episode is it is it suddenly going to go downhill because they've split Mulder and Scully up um history in Graham's mind would say yes but let's let's see what happens (laughs) so Mulder gets to his parents house and is greeted by his dad um not with a hug, but with a handshake. Hmm. Very cold exchange, it must be said. Uh, his, his father doesn't come across as the most loving guy. It, but but, yeah, uh, but it looks
0: as like if goes for a hug. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and gets a handshake. And that yeah. small movement tells mm-hmm. you lots. Yeah. It's terrific. Yeah, it I does. love when been TV, movies, anything does something with a yeah. little gesture like that that tells you everything you need to know about this relationship.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah it really does, and it, it feeds into the stuff with the sister. Mm. Does his dad blame Mulder for for Samantha going missing? Does he wish Mulder had done something, or
0: is there something else at play there? Um, and I'll tell you what else. Um, <coughs> it could be my mind playing tricks, but I thought his father looked remarkably uh, like Deep Throat. He does look a bit like Deep Throat, actually. Um,
1: I—that's I, something I thought way back when, actually, when the series came out, and it did cause a little bit of confusion for me. But uh, but yeah, no, I mean obviously it's not, and uh, <clears throat> the the actor himself is quite a well-known one, and his name escapes me just at the moment, but. Uh, he, he's, he's in a lot of these old older movies, you know, from yeah. like the 50s and 60s so. but uh, <clears throat> yeah, Mulder's mother is inside talking to someone and Mulder asks, who, who is that? Who is that woman in there that yeah. mum's talking to? And his dad says it's your sister Bombshell Yeah yeah, were you expecting that? Yes, yes, because 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 of how they'd set the scene up. You
0: yes, mean? yeah, yeah. Um, you know, <coughs> before this episode started, not at all, but this scene yeah. with the family emergency, some strange woman yeah. talking to her. Um, I, I, I knew, I, had, I suspected that's where they were heading. I also suspected that that is not Samantha.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah I just I don't know why I don't know why It's the same reason Like earlier on Ambrose I kind of believed His story I Almost instantly yeah. I'm just like oh, I don't know if I'm I don't know if I buy this It seems just a little yeah. bit Too perfect mm. Strange no, no no one in this episode
1: Is who they seem to be And when you've got An alien bounty hunter Who can shapeshift Running around It plants the seeds of doubt In, in everyone hmm you know, like even Mulder and Scully, uh, are Mulder and Scully who they, who they seem to be, you know, it's, uh, and again, that's something we'll get to, but <coughs> you want to believe her, or at least I did, you know, you, you want to believe this woman, that it that it is Samantha, uh, but can we, That's the, that's the thing, so... Mulder puts his mum to bed. We just get this nice little scene where he puts his mum into mm-hmm. bed, kind of tucks her in. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. And uh, you know she's she's doubting a bit. She doesn't know. She's like, do, do you think it's her? Do you think it's really her?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, Mulder seems reasonably sure that it that it is. It seems like her. You know? mm-hmm. um, so uh, Mulder goes outside and he talks to Samantha. And she tells him that she was returned at age nine with no memory and placed with adoptive alien parents. One of these is Dr. Dickens. So not clones. Mm -hmm. Or or they are clones, but they're clones of aliens. So, you know, more questions. Mm -hmm. We we get answers, but those answers only deliver more questions in true X-Files fashion. She tells him... She's in danger from an alien bounty hunter sent to wipe them out. Mm. So, so basically these guys are aliens or maybe clones of aliens and the, the bounty hunter works on behalf of the real aliens mm. who basically sees these
0: people as an abomination mm. and has been sent to wipe them out. Yeah, th- this is the conversation where I went, I don't believe her. Right, I don't believe it I think it's because it's that novelty answer of you know I, I, I returned at ninety ten with no memory mm. um, and then she instantly goes into this kind of story of her adoptive parents and this bounty hunter she just moves on to the current situation straight away there's no you know like oh fox I've missed you or blah 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 it's yeah. just she mentions a game that they were playing yeah um, but then I'm sure that's probably in Fox's records yeah, well. And another thing um, You know his name's Fox Mulder But when somebody actually says it It just sounds odd
1: <laughs> Yeah and, and there was If you remember the In the episode Tombs hmm. um, Scully calls him Fox And he laughs And shakes his head And then she says what And he says I even made my mum call me Mulder um, <laughs> It's Mulder. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's quite a story. Yes. Um, so do you think that it's strange because that obviously I know where the series goes. Mm. You don't. Um, do you think this woman has any ties to Samantha whatsoever? Then
0: no. Right. Video calls are terrible things, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't at all. And I think it's partially to do with earlier in the episode where Ambrose's story, where I was like, yeah, that's, that's quite believable. You know, that once bit and twice shy. You know, uh-huh. the second time we are getting a story, you're like, nah.
1: Okay, yeah, all right. Okay. So Scully leaves her apartment just before Mulder calls to tell her not to trust Ambrose. Mm-hmm which I'm pretty sure she's gotten (laughs) on to by now anyway. (laughs) Um, Samantha tells him she might not recognise him as as he has the ability to look like anyone. Mm. Only she can tell, obviously, because she's one of these people. (laughs) (laughs) Although, not that Mulder knows that at this point. But um, Scully gets onto a bus phones Mulder to tell him where she's going to be staying and then we see Brian Thompson. Mm -hmm. And this this is my only quibble in this entire episode is is, is, what's he doing on that bus? (laughs) Like, um, I I could understand her getting on a bus and then them stopping at at the next stop and then him getting on the bus there but I, I, you know, if I, yeah, if he's following her, how is he already on the bus? He'd have had to have known
0: that she. He would have to have known that she was getting on that bus. Well, she, I mean, he could have gone after her. She's she's one of the first ones on the bus.
1: I don't remember. I don't remember seeing a line of people. Yeah, there's there there a few people. She
0: it. kind of pushed is by the... them. Yeah, I was looking. Like, yeah, right. yeah, get to the back. Okay, of the queue. I'll,
1: I'll take that. I'll take that. Um, like I said to me this episode is perfect so if you're going to tell me something that makes it even more so then I will take it, um, so that no quibble no flaw, he just climbed on uh, after her so, I'll, do,
0: yeah. I'll do that mobile phone <laughs> wow. that, that is
1: a piece of technology that is that that is definitely a piece of technology. It's it's a brick with an antenna on it. Um, it's a okay. Self defense
0: uh, unit. It, it
1: is isn't it? Yeah, you could definitely take someone out with that. Okay, so Scully goes back to the warehouse uh, and she finds some kind of uh, Hang, fetus.
0: On, hang, on, hang on. on She's got a utility belt, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She
1: has What is known a bum bag. as yeah, <laughs> a fanny pack, a bum bag. Yeah, I was just going to say what's known over here in the UK as a bum bag. Yeah. Uh, for, for our US listeners, obviously a fanny pack. Okay. Um, swiftly moving on, she takes a device out of her bum bag, which is basically used for breaking and entering. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she she proceeds to break and, and, and enter. Uh, and, she, like I say, she finds this fetus on the floor, which, uh, which had been stood on by Ambrose. Mm. She picks it up and it moves. The thing is still alive. Yeah. Um, then, uh, all of a sudden, four Dr. Gregors uh, kind of just appear, try to do a runner, but she kind of pulls a gun on one of them, uh, tells them to stop and... Yeah, another three appear and they say that they need protection. Mm. Um, but uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah, again, more and more questions. That, that, yeah. that little effect of the, the fetus in the bags, eh, another great effect.
1: Yeah. like the, the effects budget for this episode must have been off the scale when compared with other episodes. Mm. There's such an abundant... Level of effects going on here, like, like, like I say, nearly every scene has something going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Beck had his work truly cut out for him when he did this one, but uh, yeah, okay. So these doctors need protection. Scully has the men taken away into protective custody, custody, I should say, while Brian Thompson looks on from the rooftop. Um <clears throat> Mulder calls Scully, Scully's motel I should say, uh, but he hasn't checked in yet and he leaves a message with the dumbest hotel manager in history. <laughs> the most forgetful man ever. Seemingly doesn't know how to use a pencil. Like he's literally told uh, the, the name of the, the, the person that Mulder wants this message leaving with and then... Literally in the space of space of breaking the lead on his pencil, he forgets, and then and then the, the person who it is comes in through the door, and he doesn't twig. He just like, oh, you, you're the one. You know, it's like, yeah, He's, he's pretty funny though. This guy, mm-hmm. I like, I like how they play him. I like how the actor plays him. No, oh, so. definitely, definitely. Just like the kind of they cast well. Yeah, just, just just a grade A idiot, is um, But uh Okay. So Scully comes in to rent a room and then goes to have a shower just before her mobile starts to ring. Yeah. It's like, how many calls is she going to miss in this? Yeah. Seriously. The Mulder missed tag. the call? Yeah, it really is. Like, she phoned Mulder first and he missed the call. Then he phoned her, she missed the call. He's phoning again. She's not there to answer the mobile. It's like flipping Nora. Okay, um, so the bounty hunter gets inside the federal stockade where the Gregors are being kept. Uh, obviously going to kill them. Now, this is like a really low budget I'll be back scene because we get our Terminator going into a into a prison to, to get these oh, guys. It's, it's
0: more like you'll be back and bring my coffee yeah. when you come back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, so... Just, yeah, I, just, I just, feel a bit crap for that guy that gets told to go and get coffee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just... Yeah, you'd feel, like, highly responsible, wouldn't you? When you come back, find these four men dead. and Well, that's if you even find them. You just find four puddles of yeah. green goop. So you'd just be wondering, how did, how did these guys escape? Mm-hmm. Um, wh- why did they want to escape when they wanted to be held in protective custody? But, yeah, okay. And then we get to our last scene in the episode Mulder arrives at Scully's hotel room just as Mulder calls her on her mobile. Yeah. What a cliffhanger.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm, definitely. That's yeah. What. Do you want me to go for this one, or do you want to go first, here, Brian? Go on. You,
1: you wrap up because I want to. I want to know your overall thoughts on this. I've got a pre- pretty good feeling. I know already.
0: We've been yeah, pretty good with I, this one. I chance. think it's. I think it's a, a pretty decent episode. One of the best ones of this season. Mm. Um, it moves along at a breakneck speed. Great special effects. Uh, very decent story. Even thinking back over the story, you don't really figure too many plot holes. You know, sometimes mm. things can move so fast that it takes like just thinking about it After watching it yeah. d- To discover any of the issues um, It keeps you constantly guessing So it keeps you constantly wondering What's happening And I think it's Now how do I put this It's not my favourite episode Of the season so far Really? But It is the best Score I'm going to give it Like all right it, you know, it's five out of five. It's the first five I've gave for this season. Okay, I think it does everything fantastically well.
1: So it's it's one where when you examine it purely on technical terms, you've got no choice but to give it five. But on enjoyment terms, there was one that you just enjoyed a bit more.
0: Yeah, I think we've discovered before that the legacy episodes are ones that I enjoy, but I'm not attracted to I do prefer more kind of Monster of the Week kind of episodes. Personal preference, but there is not Mm -hmm. anything, there is nothing that I could mark this episode down for at all. Yeah it's engaging yeah. it's got a great story it's got great characters It's it's got a fantastic mystery and special effects um, th- there, there's no way you can detract from it at all yeah. it's only when it comes to our top five lists that it and this it, it could I, I mean it's, it's probably going to be high up there but yeah. uh, there's an episode <clears throat> that I kind of prefer at the moment but hey, things can be changed but yeah five out of five for me okay um I think we obviously know what I'm going to give it.
1: It's definitely a five out of five. Uh, I I just think it's 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 as perfect as an episode of X Files can get. Like I say, there's there's just nothing to fault it. And the one one little fault I had, you, you kind of yeah, you sort of, you ironed that out. Uh, it's just it's just great. Um, all the periphery characters we've had, a little side characters, you know, they've all been really fun to to. To have just in this episode, it, it's just I love this this villain that they've set up this alien bounty hunter. Like I say, he does come in the series several times. Um, he's like one of the big villains of the of the series. Um, you know, we, we've got Cancer Man, we've got Krejcik, uh and, and this this guy is kind of the face of the aliens, really. Um, so it, it's just it's just good to have this badass alien dude in. Another really good villain. Uh, I, yeah, I just I love it. I love the mystery of it, the, the questions. Where is it going? Uh, what's going on with Samantha right now? You know, I, this is what. This is an episode in which we've got stuff to do with Mulder's sister in it, and it's not annoying. You know, it's yeah. not. It's not dragging the episode down. It doesn't feel like they're trying to hit you over the head with oh, Mulder's sister, Mulder's sister. It feels extremely relevant it feels like yeah it just this, this is it you know this is this is the real stuff uh, not, not just some episode reminding you that Mulder's sister was taken yeah. it's actually dealing with it it's actually getting into it so yeah love it absolutely love it Scully's great in it Mulder's great is great it five out of five perfect yeah okay
0: well, at least we don't have an irresistible situation.
1: Mm, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> so, tell me a little bit about End
1: Games. End Game uh, is for me it just just as good as this. To be honest, it's 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 a really great conclusion to what is overall for me one of the best two parters in X Files history. Um, I love it. I, I'm, I'm as equally gripped by the second part as I am by the first part. Uh, off memory. I've not seen it for a good few years, so I don't know. I, I could be letting myself in
0: for a disappointment, but I doubt it very much. Hmm. Uh, so, Excellent. So that's something to look forward to on the next episode of XL's Revisited Endgame. Is it Endgames? Endgame? Endgame. Endgame. There we have it. So, see you next episode you've been
1: listening to the x-files revisited please join us next time when we dissect another episode of this classic series if you like what you've been listening to please don't forget to click subscribe and also leave a rating and a review it really does help us to get seen if you'd like to hear or see more from graham please visit man v film on youtube likewise if you'd like to hear or see more from brian then please head over to brian lomax movie talk also on youtube All that's left for us to do is to thank you for listening. And until next time, trust no one.